Well, hello, and welcome back to a, another episode of Musicals and Mimosas. This is going to be an extremely brief episode. Uh, so first of all, we have our mimosa tonight. It is a basic mimosa. It is simply orange juice with a barefoot spritzer, crisp white, which is a wine-based spritzer with the aromas of pear and apple. How how we liking it? It's a mimosa. <laughs> we went basic mimosa this time, um, but at least it's it's fizzy. Uh, so we went basic mimosa this time because we don't have much to talk about. Um, but what we wanted to talk about was uh, the finale, episode eight of Fosse Verdon uh, from the FX Now series. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so I've been talking. So why don't you recap the episode uh, named Providence? Um, so it kind of goes back. Like some episodes focused on him. Some focused on her. This kind of went back and forth between the two of them. Um, obviously, it needed to wrap things up because um, it was the finale. And, okay, spoiler alert, but kind of not. To me, it was implied, like, because if you've been watching the show, you'll know that, like, in between scenes and when they do, like, time jumps or time differentiations they'll put like a like a like text across the screen to let you know that a title card yeah um and so to me it implies that it was like basically leading up to his death which exactly what it 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 did and i mean that's the direction i thought they were going to be going and um that's exactly where they went um so you know, it kind of flip-flops back and forth between the end of her career, um, him filming all that jazz, the success from all that jazz. Um, she ended up touring with Chicago as Roxy Hart. Um, and then he brought her on to do a revival of Sweet Charity that I believe eventually toured. Um, and again, spoiler alert, he actually died on the night that it opened. Um, so, you know, there was that. Um, so it, it, it kind of wraps everything up. It also sees, um, their daughter Nicole kind of going on a downward spiral. Um, and that's unfortunate. But. And then we get some, uh, lengthy, uh, title reading at the end, mm-hmm. uh, catching up to where Nicole is and, uh, what happened to Gwen. Yeah. I thought that was very lengthy at the end. Yeah. I, I didn't understand that scene where it was just like that house. You really see well, what it, happened. Well, I mean, it's, I, I, I guess you're seeing, it? I guess you're seeing Nicole with her kids yeah. driving off and kind of like, well, because I think what it was going for was Fosse dies. Yeah. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the episode, go back and watch the episode. You shouldn't be listening to this even if you, you know, until, <laughs> but anyways, um, I listen to podcasts about movies, but I always watch the movie before I listen to the podcast about the movie. Anyways, that's just me. Um, but we see Fosse die, and then we get the title card about Nicole went off to – and she did Broadway. She did some movies, and then she Struggled with basically checked herself into rehab and then moved out to Vermont, married, had kids, kind of left that world behind, right? Uh-huh. And then we see that Gwen moved out there with her, and Gwen passes – 
And then she drives off. And I think it's kind of like the ending of this whole – because with Nicole out of the business, everything's kind of ended for the Fosse yeah. – for the Fosse Verdon clan. Line, yeah. Um, that line of entertainment had kind of gone away. And I think this – I think to me that's what I got out of it was it's all over. Everything, you know. Um. I did like this episode. I think they wrapped everything up kind of neatly. I don't. I think the yeah. end they kind of rushed with the titles, and I, I think they kind of rushed Gwen's death. Like, yeah. you know, with the titles, like, boom, 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 like, you know, we, you know, uh, Sam Rockwell gets his death scene, and yeah. she kind of just like, oh, Gwen died. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she got an uh, a artistic advisor credit on Fosse. Fosse, yeah. Because um, a musical was made about a review, uh, yeah, of their work. I've actually never seen Fosse. I don't, I don't think I've seen it either. Now we're gonna have to see Fosse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and Lin Manuel makes an appearance as this, playing uh, Roy Scheider's role in uh, All That Jazz. And uh, All That Jazz is I, I've I've come to like All That Jazz more. <laughs> well, because we had seen it before. Yeah. And then I had... What possessed you to watch it? I don't remember. Oh, okay. But we watched it. Yeah. Before we even really got into musicals. Yeah. Um, watched it. And then I went and got the Blu-ray release of it when it came out. Okay. And I rewatched it again. And the more I've watched it, the more I've appreciated it. Yeah. And the more I've been into movies now, and the more I've taught myself about movies and all... It really is. I, I really appreciated the symbolisms and all that mm. they go through it. Um, uh, sorry, my wife's being stupid. Um, yeah, Lin Manuel does a little bit of Mr. Bojangles, and Lin Manuel yeah. does not look good with the, the facial hair, the facial hair, no. and the Shider Roy hair. Uh, yeah, so. Um, I like this show, and I, I, I do think we're going to see Emmy nominations oh out God, of this. Yes. I think we're going to see so Emmys, Emmys. Um, probably some Golden Globes. Yeah. Um, but definitely Emmys. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I would be surprised if they didn't get Best Actor or Best Actress. Oh, yeah. Especially her. Um, I, I'm assuming there's going to be some writing nominations and all for this because, well, like I said, with her, uh, you know, pulling up clips of. The, when we saw, you know, her and Cheetah Rivera doing mm-hmm. on the show and then on YouTube pulling it up and seeing the actual when Footage. Cheetah Rivera and she's nailed oh, Gwen's yeah. mannerisms and accent. And yeah. she really now because there's times with Sam Rockwell. Well, I see I feel Sam Rockwell. Yeah. There were times that he kind of, especially when he started playing, uh, especially when he started playing a little bit older, Bob, I saw more Sam Rockwell. Uh, But she stayed, you know, even when she's doing the speech at Mm. the, you know, at the end where she's playing older Gwen. Yeah. She, I, you, you don't see, you have to look past 
to see Michelle Williams. I, I've always liked her, and I, like, she got, I mean, if you don't know who she will, if she, you don't know who she is, come out from your rock, number one. Um, but she got her start on Dawson's Creek. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's, I grew up watching that show, like, that defined, like, my high school days. Like, that was my Riverdale um, growing up and like I always liked her but it was such a bad show and um, but there was just something about her that I always really liked and now she, and and I thought that maybe like her talents were kind of wasted on Dawson's Creek so <laughs> I'm glad like she's finally coming into her own now as she's getting older and she's playing with different things yeah. We're seeing her do musicals. We're seeing her do dramatic stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, she's... kind of want to rewatch Dawson's Creek now that I said that. <laughs> she, she's definitely, you know, growing. And yeah. I, I definitely think if she keeps on this track she's doing, she's picking good things. Um, she's keeping a wide enough array of genre work that this is... She's one that will reach that easy A-list star status of, like, Nicole Kidman and Sigourney Weaver, and you start going up in, like, those now. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of talk about who is going to be our next, you know, older celebrities, who's going to be our next mature celebrities, who's going to be the next, you know, Harrison Ford and Tom Cruise, Mm because we have a lot of young people. Yeah. But some of them don't make, don't last. No. They well, get burnt out and they leave. My age-ish, so. And I'm or there's some that so. just, like, go cray-cray. Yeah. Um, or there's some that just have scattered brain work. Yeah. That you can't say, oh, they're going to be around in 20 years. And they're going to be headlining movies in 20 years. But, like I said, like I said, with, like, Creek, but like so. I said, with, like, prime example, Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. He has... The potential. Oh, yeah. To be up there with the big boys when he's <laughs> older. But the problem is he has dodgy filmography. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's done High School Musical. Okay. That was his team. But he's another one that, like... But, like, he's done... He's, you know, The Greatest Showman. Fantastic. That was his culmination. Yeah. Of acting. And that was great. That was, and in my he, opinion... And he's done good comedy work. He, like, you hadn't seen him because of kind of stupidity, but the Neighbor movies. Yeah. I actually enjoyed him in the Neighbor movies. But then he does stuff like Baywatch and Dirty Grandpa. and But he does other stuff. He does artsy stuff yeah. like The Paperboy, which he did really well in. Yeah. He doesn't keep consistent. And I don't see him... Like, I think with... Um, extremely wicked, shockingly, and shockingly vile. I think that's the title. Yeah, the worst title for our movie. I think he knows the title, to be honest. So I think yeah. this was the first time in a while that I've seen him push himself. Yeah, and he was good at Zac Efron. And I think the problems with ex- extremely vile. I think the problems with it weren't his fault. And I think that's um, the thing with like Michelle Williams. I think for a while she was just kind of doing this passive stuff, and. She started pushing herself. Yeah. And she's pushing it. Yeah. Um, Because wasn't she uh, Manchester by the Sea? Yeah. 
And, I mean, that scene of Manchester by the Sea. Like, I... Okay, internet, hate me. I did not like Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> I saw it twice. I saw it in theaters and I saw it on DVD with Julie here. I did not like Manchester by the Sea. But that scene with her... Oh, yeah. Confronting Casey Affleck. I saw in the theater, I said, she's going to get a nomination. And she wasn't even in it for that long. But, like, that the, one scene solidified, like, her status. And then I think that gave her the motivation to go out. Yeah. And push herself. And I think that's the problem with a lot of these young ones is they're not pushing themselves. They're kind of comfortable. Yeah. But anyways, off on that tangent. Uh, so, yeah, if you've been listening to this and you haven't seen Fozzie Vernon, go back, watch it. You have to start at episode one. Work yeah. your way through it. Um. It's not one of those that I don't know if I'm going to revisit. I, I mean, I don't, like um, I said, I just talked about watching Because they are week. going to do a DVD release of it. Yeah. You can pre-order it on Amazon. They're doing a, uh, of course, you could have ordered the digital season as you went uh, to own. But they're doing a DVD and a Blu-ray release of it. And it's it's one of those, like, I don't know if I'm. Yeah. It, I have a thing with TV. I don't really revisit a lot of TV. Yeah. I think it's in the here and now of it. I, they're. Honestly, like moving forward, because I, um, so I mentioned a couple times that, um, I'm a theater teacher and next year I will be teaching a, my, my high school class, um, will actually be, uh, classified as musical theater and, um, you know, Bob Fosse, like if the, if I teach these kids nothing, like they need to know who Bob Fosse is and a lot of them don't. So, um, you know, I might. See, I wouldn't watch entire episodes because a not necessary and b like yeah. But uh, referencing scenes, yeah. and I think that's what if I ever did would go back to, you know, go back and say, you know, you know, if I ever revisit a movie, go back and watch this to see how they interpreted it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um. But the big thing with Fosse also is style, and like. I don't know. I think a lot of his style is highlighted in the series. Well, that's the thing so. with him. It's you dance moves. You can say, well, that's so Fosse. Yeah. I mean, you can tell his, his work. Well, yeah. it's funny too, because a lot of my kids really like Mean Girls, the musical. And, um, there's actually a reference to Fosse in Mean Girls. So, and I, I don't know that they picked up on it, but I did. <laughs> But no, um, you know, I think it was good, and I think it was well cast. I think it was well scripted, and I think it it covered pretty much everything. And, you know, I a lot of it I kind of knew yeah. watching extras, but I think what it did was there's a lot of people that watch television now, and they watch these higher end shows now, these anthologies. Yeah. Cause you know, you had the, the last one of this, which I always forget the name of, but it was, um, mm -hmm. Joan Crawford. I can't remember the name of it, but mm -hmm. it was, it, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bed and Joan, Betty maybe, and Joan. Maybe. Yeah. But I think if anything, what I hope that this did was bring awareness. Yeah. To who he was and who Gwen was and to what it takes to do shows and yeah. to do live theater. 
because a lot of people see live theater and yeah. there and there's a lot more of live theater being sent being broadcast to theaters now. Uh, there's Broadway HD now. There's that new marquee app. And you're seeing a lot more being brought to home entertainment yeah. from stage. But a lot of people I don't think realize what goes into and making how, a musical and making a Broadway show. And, that's and the, this goes into that oh, and yeah. how much stress and how much it puts on. We're like at the end where Roxy – well, not Roxy. Where Gwen <laughs> wants to tour as Roxy as she's confronting Nick. And, you know, he's just like, you know, I'm tired of playing second rate to, to Bob. You know, you can't say no to Bob. But she's like, I want this. Ron. I want to work. It's not, not Nick. It's Ron. Ron. <laughs> but she says, I want to work. Okay. Because that's what they do I mean, is really. you work. And it's hard to find work. Yeah. I mean, we've been to how many chat bags? And whenever they give the advice is, what's your advice to going into this? Yeah. And it's, if you can do anything else, do that. Do that. <laughs> Because it's cutthroat. It's it's a tough... I mean, I've had my kids, like, ask me about it, too. And they've even asked, like, why didn't you perform? And I'm like... I was like, listen, I love you guys. And I like doing this. And this is... And teaching, it's, it's a hard job. But I'm like... I know that on the 15th and the last day of the month, I get a paycheck. And I'm like, that's not something that you can guarantee. And I, I'm like, it's a, it's a lot of pressure. And... I don't, like, that uncertainty, like, I just wasn't comfortable with, so. But, like, you know, like, I've had, you know, people talk, and I've talked to people, and they always talk about, like, celebrities, like, and Fosse turned, you know, his drug abuse, his alcohol abuse. But the thing is, like, and you see that in this show, especially towards the first episodes, the pressure on him. Oh, yeah. You have producers that want, that have money in the show that need to turn a profit of the show to get their money back. Yeah. You have to keep the, to get the cast in order. You have to get the choreography down. And especially as a director who has to pull all that together and all that riding on you, you have to find some escape. And I mean, you know, <laughs> I did it. Some find it in traveling or escape and some people find it in this. And, you know, I mean, I basically did the same thing when I put on my show in the spring. Obviously, it wasn't on nearly as big of a scale. And, you know, I didn't have producers and directors. And I mean, I didn't even have my school people up my behind. But I knew I had something to prove if I ever wanted to do it again. Um, and, I mean, it's it's a lot. And, I mean, it was so low scale for, like, compared to what, you know, they actually go through. Um, but I mean, it, it, it can get to be a lot. Um, but I mean, look at his later years when he had all that jazz, nine Oscar nominations yeah. and then his next movie star 80, which if you have not seen star 80, I have it. It's wow. bad. <laughs> um, Just, but that bombed. Yeah. And it's crawling out of that little hole Well, and, and, and having to deal with that. It's like, how do you go from. A nine Oscar know, nomination and then finding out your next one bombs bombs and is just torn up by critics. Yeah. So, but anyways, 
Fozzie Verdant, I, I enjoyed the series, and I'm glad it was only eight episodes. I think if they drug it out any farther, yeah. you'd start running into too much drama. The only, like, the, you know, Gwen had a son. I mean, I guess I could Google it, but, um, you know, they alluded early on that Gwen had a son that was conceived because she was basically, like, sexually assaulted when mm-hmm. in her younger years. And it implied that something happened to him, but they don't really tell you. And I think the thing if, you know, as you said, this was based on a book about Bob. Yeah. I think had it been about Gwen, we might have seen that. Yeah. Um, but again, it does its job. It's it's stoking you to be interested and to discover more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go out. Uh, check it out. I, I've, if you didn't see it, shame on you. Um <laughs> Yeah. But no, it, it's good. It was a good eight episodes. It's good. It's done. It's over. And that's what I'm liking about television more. I hate television. I'm going to go on a little tyrant now. I hate television because every time I get invested in a show, it's it gets canceled. canceled. I've watched numerous shows and it gets canceled. Except Grey's Anatomy who's still going on for 17 episodes. <laughs> and they never get a chance to resolve <laughs> plot conflicts. They never get a chance to do this or that. But what I like about these little anthology shows is it's done and cleaned up in that little span of time and you know that like the like they have like an end game basically with the you know the fact that yeah so one last thing i want to mention before we wrap things up is if you have not heard about a movie called rocket man you need to crawl out of your hole because there is a movie called rocket man that stars taron egerton as Elton Sir, John. Sir Elton John. Sir Elton John. And it is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. It'll make you forget that Bohemian movie last year. <laughs> I loved Rocket Man. I went into it with, with good expectation. I came out with my expectations met and then some. Taron Egerton does a great job in it. And it's a wonderful blend of a biopic and with a musical. It has musical aspects. It has bio, uh, biography aspects. It's amazing. Um, I'm not going to go into it too much because it is out right now. Julie hasn't seen it yet. So when it does come eventually to video, unfortunately, Julie here works at Disney during the summer. Uh, we still have our son. I still have my work. And it's hard for us to get to the movies together. Yeah. Uh, so being the movie guy, I'm the one that always goes out. And if we can try to – if I see a movie that I like and try to get her out, I can. But when it does come out on home video, we will talk about it in depth. Yeah. Um, so thank you for tuning into this. It We rambled a little bit. It went a little longer than we expected. Mm-hmm. But thank you for hanging in there. And uh, – our next episode uh, will probably be Come From Away. Yeah, next week. Um, I would love to try to work in something between now and Come From Away, but I don't think it's going to happen with our schedules lining up. Uh, but the next one will be Come From Away, and Julie is very excited because we're going to be doing orange uh, maple mimosas. Yeah, I'm not excited about that at all. So if you don't know, that's going to be an orange juice, a maple syrup, and a wine mimosa. I yeah. found out I had to come up with something Canadian because the the show takes place in a small little town in Canada. So I needed something Canadian <laughs> okay. since I'm trying to theme all these. But anyways, thank you for listening and have a good morning, okay. good evening or good afternoon, depending on when you're listening. And we will be back next time.